Hi, I'm Cecilia Poulain, mother of two, ex-lawyer, ex-banker, writer, singer, creator of one-woman shows, international coach for professional women, international keynote speaker, breaker of conventions, and believer in creativity and the power of the feminine in all of us to change the world. Welcome to Diary of a Writer, where I talk about how I write and read some of what I write. I really hope you enjoy it, and that it encourages you to develop your own creativity in whatever form that may take. Today I'm still looking at the different themes that are coming up from what I've already written, and I wanted to write today about conformity and when I choose when I choose to do what I want, when I conform to what other people want and when I conform to what I want. And it initially it, it was an investigation of why did I sometimes conform and why did I sometimes choose. And in fact it turned into a realization that there were parts of my life when I was really trying to conform. And that now, and when I was very young, that just wasn't an issue. Here we go. When I read back over these pages, the impression that jumps out at me is that when I was very young, between the ages of one and ten, I played, I wrote, I read, I imagined, I dreamed, I chose, I was free that my life was full of colour and that in my adolescent years the colour started to drain away. I wasn't unhappy. It was more that I was looking for a way to be in this world. I looked to, I looked to other people to work out how to be. I looked for role models. My most obvious role model was my father and I integrated his way of being fully and unconsciously. It was as though I had reached out with both hands, picked up his way of being and put it inside myself, squashing whatever was already there up against the edges. I also became more and more jealous of other people. I compared myself endlessly. The problem was I compared myself to everyone's best characteristics or at least to my perception of what their best characteristic was. Of course, I came up wanting, every single time. I wasn't rich enough, popular enough, far advanced enough in my career, thin enough, fit enough, wise enough, mother enough. The list went on and, and on. I was trying to live up to a perfect, completely unattainable standard. And I was imposing standards on myself of, of my perceptions of, of how other people lived. It was all coming from the outside. I had no idea, absolutely no idea, that it was okay to stop and listen to what was going on in the inside. It is difficult to conform more than being a lawyer and a finance lawyer at that. Lawyers are basically about knowing the rules and making sure that our clients respect them. We advise on how to get around the rules sometimes, where there is an ambiguity, 
But our basic role is to uphold the rules that the government has determined will make our society a, society a better one. You can't conform more than that. I started to dress in black, grey and cream, colours that do not suit me, but they are blending in colours. Because I was never good enough, I wanted to fade into the background. I wanted to become invisible. So often, I was terrified of having nothing to say. I was terrified of silences in a conversation. It didn't occur to me that maybe I just had nothing to say to those particular people. Maybe they bored me. In my head, conversations were all about the other person and nothing about me. It was my role to be interesting and amusing, thus putting even more pressure on myself. I am very aware that this perception of closing in, becoming grey, conforming, is only a perception. Even in those times of my life, there were, of course, many moments of fun and joy. But I did complain a lot, and my mood swings were pretty extreme. After I left the law firm, there was a long period of stability. I had found a job I liked, with people I liked. Then there was a long process that took over 10 years of learning how to stop conforming. A process of discovering who I was and what I loved, independently of what anyone else thought. Gradually putting the colour back into my life. Starting to write and discovering how much it filled me up to be in my creative mind rather than my rational mind how much I loved listening and intimate conversation in which I had endless things to say. I no longer compare myself to others. This isn't a matter of will or conscious thought. I just don't do it anymore because my life is too interesting to worry about what other people are doing. I no longer have nothing to say. I have so many things I want to talk about. I don't in any way blame myself for trying to conform when I was younger. I just didn't realise that there was any other way to be. I am writing this book for everyone out there who, like me, does not just yet realise that there is another way, and that it is, it is only by doing the work, by feeling into what we want, what we love, what gives us joy, that we can find deep and profound satisfaction. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode of A Diary of a Writer. I'm running an absolutely free group coaching session on the 9th of May at 6.30pm Central European Time. This session is part of my Dancing Days series where we dig deep on a particular emotion. We have already danced with fear and with anger, and this time we're going to be dancing with joy. If you have ever felt miserable, and wondered how to have more joy in your life, you will find this session to be of enormous benefit. Check out the Dancing Days Dancing with Joy page on my website, www.ceciliapoulin.com. I would love it if you could join us. Thank you so much for listening.